What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today we are looking at Zendikar spoilers once again. And you know what? It is party time. That's right, we are looking at a new mechanic that they are introducing with Zendikar Rising called party and i'm not kidding that's actually the name of it now it's not referring to the get down and boogie kind of party no it's referring to adventuring parties so similar to what you would see in dungeons and dragons or various mmos like what you associate with uh going on adventures diving through dungeons those types of things and the way that they're representing it is kind of interesting because there are cards that care about whether or not you have an adventuring party on the battlefield and how complete that adventuring party is. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, wait a minute, frickin' what? Yeah, I understand. So when I say adventuring party, what I'm referring to is having four creatures... And amongst them, you represent the different classes that we associate with adventuring parties. Warrior, Rogue, Wizard, and Cleric. And as long as you have, you have a complete adventuring party if you have one Warrior, one Rogue, one Wizard, and one Cleric on the battlefield. Now, it's important to note that if you have a card that is multiple creature types like a changeling for example they can fill one of those roles but they cannot fill all of them even though they technically are all of those types um, so that's one thing to keep in mind and the other thing about that is like the well, there are a lot of things about that, so we can go ahead and get into it. But there are cards from Zendikar that care about how complete your adventuring party is for a number of different ways. And the one card that I really wanted to bring out as an example of a card that's really leaning into this party mechanic is a card called Thwart the Grave. Now, I'm kind of a novice necromancer myself. I thoroughly enjoy reanimation strategies in all their glory, and so I'd be remiss if I didn't use this as the example. So Thwart the Grave is a sorcery for four generic black black. The effect on the card is return target creature card and up to one target cleric, rogue, warrior, or wizard creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Now, that itself for six mana is actually pretty good, but beyond that, it has the ability this spell costs one generic less to cast for each creature in your party. So, let's let's think about this from a couple different ways. One, you get to reanimate two creatures from your graveyard to the battlefield. If you have to pay full price for that, you have to pay six. That's actually not a bad rate. When you look at cards like Rise from the Grave, um, that gives you one for five, and that's playable in certain circumstances. Meanwhile, this gives you two for six, with some caveats, but still, one of them is unconditional. That, that's really important to note. You get to grab whatever creature you want, regardless of its class. And I say class, I'm referring to creature type, but I think of these as classes because they're represented in Dungeons and Dragons and MMOs and those other games where we see these these represented, we see them as classes. So that's kind of how I think about it. So if I use that word interchangeably, that's why. So if you have to pay full price, it's actually not a bad value. You're getting two creatures from the graveyard onto the battlefield, and one of them at least one of them, is going to help you fill out an adventuring party. Now, if you have a full adventuring party online already and you just want more creatures and you happen to have some in your graveyard because the game is kind of ground on a little bit, if you have a complete adventuring party, this only costs two black mana. It's reanimate two creatures from your graveyard for two black mana. That is nothing short of incredible. 
Now, the one, so there are a couple of scenarios that I see with this, a couple of issues potentially. One of them is if you already have a complete adventuring party, the need to reanimate is probably not as high as it could be otherwise. Um, meanwhile, if you're behind in the game, you probably are struggling to keep your party online. And in that situation, the spell is going to be more expensive. So we do have a little bit of an issue with this and cards like this, where they kind of have a win more feel to them, where they really incentivize people who already have an established board state and people who are going to really just put the hammer down um, and really help just be a nail in the coffin. And basically, they reward momentum. Once you already have momentum going, they become cheaper. And so you can cast multiple spells potentially uh, if you have a complete adventuring party. Meanwhile, your opponent, if you're able to reduce your opponent's um, board state and keep their party off the field, if this is a situation where you both care about parties, which I think is going to happen a lot in limited. I suspect we're going to see, you know, party mirror matches in, in limited quite a bit with Zendikar based on what we've seen so far. There have been a ton of cards that care about parties. And I mean, part of that is it's the new flashy mechanic, but also I suspect we're going to see a lot of these creature types represented because of cards like Thwart the Grave. So if you're already ahead, if you already have a full adventuring party, this is just dirt cheap. If you don't, it's still not a bad rate, but having to pay six is still expensive. Um, kind of a feel bad, but at the same time, if, if you don't have anything online, you can get two members of your venturing party back up because other cards are going to care about those. So that could still be quite useful. There's certainly, again, I feel like this card is just good. This is just a really good reanimation card, and I'm really glad to see it. I'm looking forward to doing fun things with it. Another couple of points about party that I want to point out that I really, really like. I love that this is backwards compatible. And what I mean by that is they picked four creature types that have appeared throughout Magic's history. Throughout the course of the game, there have been over 700 warriors and wizards printed. There have been over 400 clerics, if I'm not mistaken, and I think over 200 rogues. So there are literally hundreds of creatures that exist in the game right now that can be members of adventuring parties. And so you would be, you would be very capable of right now creating a deck with parties in them, even in, in formats like EDH or Legacy, and you could slot in these cards as soon as they hit the shelves. There's no reason not to do that if it's something you want to do. I absolutely love that. So this is tribal, however, you get the benefit of having different tribes together. I just, I love the feel of that, that, that notion of cooperation and them the different types of creatures all working together and some of the effects that we've seen on some of the creatures that have been spoiled specifically flavorfully match with what they're trying to do you know there are clerics that gain you life there are rogues that mill your opponent there and you know um in i believe deal direct damage anyway there's just some like little things that you would expect these different um different classes to do in the context of a magic game they do they do those things um and 
it's just absolutely great. And on top of that, there are actually a number of cards that are legal and standard right now from previous sets that just so happen to fall within these categories. Um, the first one that comes to mind is actually a Rankle, Master of Pranks, just happens to be a rogue, just incidentally. Actually, there have been a number of rogues printed recently that are all just quite good, to the point where people are actually building rogue tribal decks, including myself, as just an archetype in and of itself. And so now being able to take those rogue tribal decks and maybe tweak them a little bit, make sure we represent the other classes and all of a sudden turning them into party decks or building completely separate party decks, I believe is something that's going to be very viable. Now, one thing that's interesting, a restriction that we have on the parties, um, at least when we're looking into the past, is color identity. That's something that I'm really interested to see as the Zendikar spoilers un unwind. Is there a single color that is going to be able to consistently field every one of these classes. Now, I would guess not, but at the same time, if there was ever a time to, now would be the now would be it. Um, Warrior is a class, or is a creature type that we see across all different, different colors of magic historically. Um, but Cleric, for example, is primarily black and white. Those are, those are the two colors where we see the use of, um, like, religious imagery and those kind of uh those kinds of characters and so it'll be interesting to see are we going to see blue clerics is that going to be a thing um we'll probably see some given this mechanic but i would actually really like it if in order to get a full party online you really had to have at least two at least two colors i think that that would make sense um and potentially three i think encouraging players to play three colors in order to field at least a good party. Maybe that's it. Maybe the maybe the ticket is having all of these different classes represented in each color. However, the best wizards are going to be in blue. The best warriors are going to be in red. Um, you know, or red and white. Or the best rogues will all be black and blue. Those types of things. Um, it would be interesting to see if uh, if they go that route. Um, I'll be. Yeah, I'll be very interested. So Thwart the Grave, I love this card. I think it's truly great. Uh, it, it allows... So it's two creatures back to the battlefield. It's two creatures back to the battlefield for six. Worst case scenario, you get two creatures back to the battlefield for six if your deck is built to support these different character types. Um, which, I mean, they're very common creature types. Uh, even historically so there's a good chance you got something in there so i just i i dig this uh, so this is the party mechanic it's party time in zendikar baby so i've been hamox 42 thank you so much for hanging out i appreciate you uh you can catch me on twitch twitch.tv slash hamox 42 there's also a discord server that is wide open you are more than welcome to jump on in say hi just ask to be respectful and the link to that is in the description thank you so much for hanging out i appreciate you don't forget you are a good person and you deserve to be happy